Cut the booze, lose 50 kilos, and fulfill your lifelong dream of becoming a YouTube star by taking up extreme parkour. That's why you're here. This isn't a radio show, it's a spiritual journey to help you live your best life. It can't help you achieve any of your goals, but it will make you much, much, much better at sex. Welcome to Radio Chaser. Oh, yes, indeed. Welcome to Radio Chaser. Zoe Norton Lodges here, Andrew Hansen's here, Charles Firth's here. My name is Dom Knight. Today, the quest for Sydney's highest petrol prices. How much have you been ripped off at the Bowser? Well, and that's right, Dom, because everyone always searches for the lowest price in petrol. Not here. We're going to do the service of finding the highest one in Sydney. Plus, very excited about this. My anniversary is coming up and Coles are going to open a restaurant. The perfect venue. It's all coming up right here on Radio Chaser. Yes, but uh, petrol prices are soaring across Sydney. I've, I filled up this morning $1.79 it cost me. Wow, oh, um, pretty well. I reckon we could find higher, don't you think? Mind you, yeah, I'm sure we could find higher. Surely there'll be somewhere higher than dollar seventy. We'll take some calls on that yeah. after the next song. In fact, one triple three five three. If you wanted to get get thinking, but uh, I'll tell you what, um, you know, the the government has actually rolled out a bit of an advertising campaign to sort of say, well, you know, petrol prices are high, but there is an alternative. Sick of petrol costing a dollar seventy nine. God, yes. Why not catch a bus? A what? Buses are great. They give you the perfect excuse to be late. Hi, sorry, I I caught the bus. Fair enough. Buses allow you to see the city in intimate detail. Oh, we're stopping here too. Oh, this street looks so different at this bus stop compared to the one 300 metres ago. And best of all, public buses are legally required to let you ride in them, no matter what. Uh, I haven't washed in a week. Welcome aboard the 470. Squeeze on. (laughs) (sighs) That moist, clammy bus feel. I wish I could bottle it. Pump seven. That'll be $906. Oh, well, at least I don't have to catch the bus. Radio Chaser. Triple M. Yeah, we've been talking about petrol prices, and my goodness, they are soaring at the moment. Um, As I said, I, I... Filled up for a dollar seventy nine this morning, mind you. That was for my entire tank. Um, <laughs> it was a little mini uh, car that I got there. I was actually completely full. You got um, your license so, back then, Charles. Yeah. <laughs> but it is expensive. I couldn't yeah. believe it. I went and filled up my tiny little hatchback the other day and mm. paid like eighty dollars or something, yeah. and couldn't quite believe it. So what we've decided to do is because petrol prices are so high, we're, we're going to pay basically a hundred dollar voucher to some piss up. To, to the person who can find, ring in with the highest petrol price <laughs> in Sydney, right? Because yeah. everywhere else, all the other radio stations, they go for the lowest petrol price. Including and, our own radio station. Yeah, yeah, right. And you go, what use is that? I want to have the I want to have the top quality petrol. What is the use of that? Is it so yeah. you can have, like, complaining rights? So you can yeah. be like, I paid blah, blah. Yes, the ultimate whinge about petrol prices, mm. uh, one triple three five three. And when you say uh, a voucher to some piss-up tells, it's amazing how good you are at commercial radio, by the way. <laughs> what we're talking about is a voucher for the biggest party of the year, yeah. Oktoberfest at the Bavarian and Munich Brauhaus. Oh. You can book now at oktoberfest.com.au. It is a $100 voucher and, for you and, and your mates. And just to be very... Very clear. It's a, a piss up where there will be responsible service of alcohol, Don. Yes, yeah. of course. That's right. Yeah. And and look, and I mean, I'm imagine. I'm sure that most of that hundred dollars will be used 
binged on snacks. Well, the yeah. good the good news is $100 goes a lot further at that place than it does at the petrol station. Yes, 13353, your call's next. As we search for Sydney's most expensive petrol, a totally useless service from us here at Radio Chassis. Let's go to Sean in DY. What have you got, Sean? Hey, guys. Um, I paid $1.71 a litre for... E10 on Saturday, so it was 95 bucks to fill up a Holden Captiva. Oh. <laughs> That's about as much Raw. as the car cost. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Okay, pretty yeah, good. Ryan yeah. and Kirawee, what have we got, mate? Uh, Ryan. How are we, guys? Uh, I saw a dollar no, $1.82 for E10 in Kirawee. Oh, my God. Oh, like the President Avenue. Oh. Okay, not going there. Let's go to Nathan in Richmond. Uh, Nathan, what did you pay? What did you see? Uh, on my way to work this morning, Penny Hills Road, the BP and the Shell Servo. And then... Uh, so what was the, the BP, price? Yeah. You, you cut out the crucial moment in the call. It was so obscene, we couldn't hear it. <laughs> uh, uh, the BP and the Shell Servos on Penny Hills Road had it at $1.93.9. Oh, oh, my goodness. Can you please bleep that out? That's offensive. <laughs> well, that is the North Shore, so it's like a dollar for them. Uh, all right, uh, we have Adam. Adam, what have you found in West Pimble? So I found at the West Pimble BP, it was a dollar ninety-five, and as I was filling up, some bloke drove past and he was like, "That's a bloody rip-off. <laughs> <laughs> what was that guy doing at West Pimble? That's that's amazing. Uh, we've got a man from Mount Druid. A man, what have you got for us, guys? I've seen a dollar ninety-eight point eight at St Mary's BP. Unbelievable. What's uh, ninety-eight? Has, Here's a question. As I was using the boss's petrol card, I felt a little bit guilty for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> has anyone ever paid more than two bucks in the history of Sydney? Like, that's getting know, up there. Yeah. That's amazing. That's... I, think, I think we better send you and your boss, perhaps, to the Munich Browhouse. Uh, congratulations. You've won the voucher. 100 bucks for Oktoberfest at the Bavarian Munich Browhouse. And if you want to go, you can book at oktoberfest.com.au. Congratulations. Maybe we can top $2 Cheers, tomorrow. <laughs> if you're looking for a restaurant, guys, well... <clears throat> The answer has presented itself today with the amazing announcement from Coles that they are going to open up, they're actually actually going to turn quite a few of their supermarkets into these special places that are like part grocery, part restaurant. Now, Zoe, when you combine a, gr- a grocery and a restaurant, what do you think that's called? I don't want to know. What? No, well, I'll give you the answer. According to the official Coles spokesman, I kid it? you not, I kid you not, the official Coles spokesperson is calling it a grocerant. <laughs> no, they're, no, they're not. They're no, not. they're not. They are, no, Zoe. Andrew, they, I'm afraid so. stop telling me and the people of Sydney lies on the radio. Fake news. It's, it's in the news. This, yes, oh, sorry, Coles. sorry. So, a grocerant. Yeah. yeah, they're opening grocerants for you to eat in. Um, <laughs> sounds good, What, is the, what does the health inspector say when they come past? It's grocer like, Yep, it is a grocer That's correct. Five-star. Five-star grocer <laughs> Um Look, I, I, to be honest, I think it sounds like a lovely idea. Take a listen. Guess what, darling? I'm taking you out for a romantic dinner. Oh, where to? Catalina? Aria? Oh, don't tell me you're taking me to Key. No, no, somewhere really special. You and I are dining at Coles. Price check on Chuck's wives, count of six. Price check on Chuck Swipes. Gee, this is lovely. You like it? I asked for a table with a view. Yeah, yeah, I see. It's a view of the cleaning product tile. Good evening, Madame Monsieur. Welcome to Coles. Oh, God. Would you like a drink to start? Uh, yes, yes. We'll, we'll order a litre of milk, please. It's a special night, so make it the A2. Bon. And would you like to eat today's specials, the Red Spot specials, to be exact? Uh, no, thanks. We'll just order. I'll have the, um... 
Cole's brand frozen lasagna, I guess. Oh, très bien. Uh, monsieur? Ooh, oh, I can't go past a Campbell's tinned soup, a packet of Tim Tams, and as a side dish... Oh, one of those one of those plastic bags of salad leaves that are always a bit soggy. Magnifique. Clean up in aisle eight, code yellow, that's kids' piss. So, darling, what do you think so far? There better be some f***ing collectibles at the end of this. Triple M's Radio Chaser. So I thought it might be time to play a game that I've been really enjoying making you guys um, play over the last couple of months since I saw it on The Bachelor and I nicked it straight from there. The thievery it was. Um, And basically the way this game um, works is um, I I pick a characteristic and I get the guys to self-rank as a group on who has the most to the least of that particular characteristic. It's something that they made the, the female contestants do on The Bachelor and I thought... In the name of feminism, it would be good to get guys to do it as well. So I'm going to continue. Are you ready? No. For the next instalment of this? No, I hate you. I always come last. That's, that's, <coughs> that's no, what I want to win one for once. Okay, so. well, look, you know, I've got, look, you never know your luck, dummy. Okay, <clears throat> fashion sense. <laughs> oh. Well, this is interesting because Andrew thinks he has fashion sense, or he thinks his wife has fashion sense, and so he dresses what he thinks is trendy, but he's actually. Terrible. It's like it's you. The, it's the fashion sense of a sixteen-year-old. <laughs> yeah, well, Excuse thing. me, Charles, but Charles first, the world's least fashionable man by fifty <laughs> no, million miles. No, like I, even I, who have no fashion sense. See, what I'm wise enough to know is that I have no fashion sense. So I ask people like my wife and surprise, surprise, professional costume designers on TV shows to dress me, <laughs> well, and they're the people, Charles, who you think. Don't have a fashion sense. Now, hang you on, think your fashion. You're, you're like those climate change skeptics who won't listen to the scientist. <laughs> I'm going to agree. Are like the, you're like the anti-vaxxer of fashion. Charles no, is the anti-vaxxer no, of fashion. I agree with Don. Charles. You dress like uh, a twenty. You dress like a, a someone in their forties trying to look in their twenties. Yeah, uh, it's well, real I do talk, look Andrew. like I'm in my. See, the blessing with me, no. unlike you, who looks like you're in your nineties, <laughs> is that work. I do look like I'm in my twenties. It, it so really I can dress doesn't that work. Way. And and Andrew, to be perfectly honest, <laughs> yeah. um, you, you, you look are... like your hair is grey, even though it isn't. Um, now, Charles, so yeah, I, I, so I, think, I think Andrew definitely comes last. No, no, you be... come last. Let's oh, get ourselves. But so, I'm I so obviously first. I'm so clearly first. You, you two are no. the pits. Look at our publicity no, no. photo. Go I, to the Triple M website. I, I urge you, listeners, go to the Triple M website. I, look at the publicity photo. Look how shameful Dom I, and Charles look. I lo- Charles with his receding Dom, hair and crappy that, shirt I mean, from Andrew, Milo. I long ago, I long ago gave up. On looking trendy, mm. you too clearly, have clearly. to. You have to give up because it's embarrassing. You can't win. That's true. Yeah. Charles and I don't try. We play it down. Yeah, yeah, it I'm, sitting, I'm here. sitting here winning and looking fantastic, and you two look so embarrassing. Oh, so terrible. Isn't it embarrassing when someone's going to see and mm. still tries to dress like they're twenty? Guys, can I just clubbing. say you're all very lucky that this is radio and no one can see any of you. That's a fair point. Now, we talked about the Coles restaurant a bit earlier, but um, look, restaurants in general are kind of in a bit of trouble. Uh, restaurant owners are in the news today, they're scared. They're scared of being punished for wage theft, right? They're scared of, you know, doing a George Calambaras type mm. thing and, you know, having to be punished for not paying their workers. And in fact, like even the famous chef Chris Lucas, who's behind Chin Chin, he, he's calling for an amnesty, like a time, bit of time off until chefs can figure out how to <laughs> how to pay their staff properly. But so they, they don't have to pay their staff properly while this amnesty's on. Is while that this indefinite amnesty that could go on for who knows how long. But that's fine, Charles. The, you know, the staff can wait, can't they? Um, you know, they're called wait staff. Hey. Oh, poor celebrity chefs. Take a listen to this. The poor, the sick, the elderly. Screw them. 
In today's world, no one needs a helping hand more than celebrity chefs. I just need time. Time to get back on my feet and time to figure out how many millions I owe my staff. Chefs like George and Heston lead terrible lives, forced to cook food and wear undignified puffy hats. Now, they even have to add up numbers as well. Sure, I can calculate the quantities needed for a cured quail terrine with sweetbreads and pine mushroom jus, but you expect me to add up the hours for my staff work? It's too hard. Even their staff agree. I work for a famous chef in one of the 16 restaurants he pretends to spend time in. How could you possibly expect that poor man to count the hours I work when he's never met me? But you can help by simply leaving famous chefs alone and letting them underpay their staff for another 50 years, you can change a chef's life. Being left alone has really helped. I no longer have to go on the 7.30 report in a tight black jumper and cry, which is good news for everyone. So please, leave celebrity chefs alone till they learn to count. It's fine. I can just eat these quail terrine scraps out of the skip bin while I wait for my back pay. And while we're at it, let's have an amnesty for murderers till they figure out how not to kill people. Radio Chaser on Triple M. Welcome to the future. That's right. And today I want you to meet a whole new product uh, from the Smart Products range. Meet Smalt, the world's first interactive centrepiece that enhance your dining experience. Okay, so it's an interactive centerpiece. Yes, centerpiece. That enhances your dining experience. What do you think smalt is? is it's it, called smalt. Is it like a, a candle that you don't light? Ooh, uh, sort of, mate. No, not really. Uh. But, I mean, it's got a glowing light on it, but it's not really is it, that. Is it flowers? No. No, I'll give you a hint. It rhymes with something. It rhymes with smalt. Salt. It's is salt. It, oh, it's, it's a smart salt, salt dispenser. Shake, pinch, or pour, all using your smartphone. It's a what? A smart, <laughs> a smart salt dispenser <laughs> where you get out your phone because <laughs> it solved the big problem. The big problem in the world up till now is how to turn a salt shaker upside down to get rid of the salt. Like it's far mm. too hard. Does yeah. it move it to your plate, yeah. or does it just pour salt wherever it is? <laughs> just pour salt wherever you. So you have to yeah. go ninety percent of the way to take the salt dispenser yeah. to your plate, yeah. and then it will do the turning. Yeah. Well, I, I, we've got the instructions here. Open your Smalt app and simply pinch the screen or shake your phone to dispense salt. See? After all, Smalt is a smart salt dispenser. Yeah. Um, so it's it's intuitive because it's just like. Holding a salt dispenser. Sorry. Yeah. Well, so you have to shake it. So it's like not like, oh, if you had like carpal tunnel syndrome or something, maybe it would be, you know, you wouldn't have to turn it upside down. You've still, still got to do the exact same motion, do you, yeah. as you would do if it was real salt. But, but then what happens is it then it dispenses the salt into a sort of tray at the bottom of oh. the dispenser. And then you pick out the, like after you've shaken the app, you then... <laughs> Take out the drawer and then spread it on your and food. Then, and then work? shake it on your food. Does yeah, it work? It's a whole extra so you, step. You still have to shake. That's extraordinary. What do you say? Like, please pass the salt. Here's my smartphone okay. and the salt will come. But you might have spotted a, a small flaw with this product, right? Which is, say you're cooking, right? And you don't have enough hands. You know, your hands are greasy or something like that. And you don't want to pick up your mobile phone. Well, luckily, you can talk to Alexa, 
that can then talk to your salt dispenser. Simply say, Alexa, dispense half a teaspoon of salt. <laughs> but not only, only salt, all the other ingredients you have to pick up with your hands, right, all yeah. night, including the pepper, I might add. I, I, I note that this yeah. doesn't seem to contain pepper either. No. So you've got to use your hands for all mm. the rest. I mean, even a regular shaker can c- contain salt and pepper at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that a dumb, is... that's a dumb shaker. No, though. but I think you're missing the other huge problem with salt shakers, like normal salt shakers, which is that they're not portable. Smalt's easily portable design makes it an on-the-go centerpiece no matter where you dine. You can, you can pick it up and take it to the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. So when the waiter comes and says, would you like some salt with that? You go, no, no, I've got my smart dispenser yeah. that's controlled by a phone. Yeah, and you put it on, t- and the whole idea is that then the whole of your dinner party just goes, wow, that's amazing. Can I? That sounds serious. Hey, have you got reviews and stuff for this? Yes, yes. This is the show, Radio Chaser, which you need to come to for your high tech. Charles just introduced us to a Bluetooth-controlled salt dispenser. Yes, that's right. The smalt. The smalt. And, and if you imagine, it's sort of a bit like a smart speak. It's quite large. It's sort of the size of a sort of oversized bottle. And, and one of the wonderful things about it is not only uh, does it dispense salt through an app that you mm. put it in, uh, but it's got a light that glows on the top of it. So, of course it does. All oh, right. Um, so As well. Of, yeah. So, and the idea is with that light is that people will talk about it, like in the video for the... <laughs> There's always a light. Uh, you know, yeah. all these products that you bring us, they always have a glowing mm. light. So that's a the line. thing that's been missing from everything all this time. <laughs> yeah. They do because no one talks about the salt shaker, the <laughs> normal true. salt shaker, because it doesn't, doesn't have a light on yes, it. Yes, of course. <laughs> never gets remarked on it, in my place. Anyway, is anyone tempted to buy this, this smalt product? <laughs> Not yet. Because Not I do have tempted. some good news, which is it is on sale in Australia at the moment. <laughs> what a surprise. Um, it's uh, it's. Uh, does anyone want to guess the price? One hundred and twenty dollars. Oh, very close. Yes, it was two hundred and ninety-seven dollars originally. <laughs> um, and and for some reason, does now... it come with salt, or do you have to buy your own salt? <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't come with salt. But uh, yeah, for some reason, uh, it's now only one hundred and forty-eight dollars. I, I can't imagine. But the the problem is, I was going to read you out some reviews. It turns out. The comments on their website have been disabled. But to just give you some indication of how popular this product is, uh, on YouTube, the video has 110 thumbs up and 1,642 thumbs down. Oh. Um, so <laughs> They need uh, to put a light on that video. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, if you don't want the smalt, that's fine. Um, I'm sure any day they'll bring out the smepper. Charles, you've got one more fact before we go about the Bluetooth shalt, uh, salt shaker, yeah, the smalt. I was just browsing their website, uh, and there was a question about uh, battery life. Mm. It takes a couple of hours to charge the battery, and when fully charged, the battery lasts up to four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Rush out and buy one. I'll catch you right here tomorrow on 104.9 Sydney's Triple M. See you. Radio Chaser. Triple M.